On that note. <laughs> <laughs> like goddamn no. Welcome already back to Talking Gaming in Tech. We are back and it is Barbenheimer weekend. <laughs> we're coming upon we're going to cover that later on that's my own personal thing but yeah uh, <laughs> we're also going to get into smartphones are now going to be forced later on about how they're going to be forced to have reusable batteries again which is kind of funny but on the gaming side obviously we have a conclusion but we don't have a conclusion to the microsoft blizzard thing it still has not ended but we will get into the verdict so far um so and we'll get into the merger has now been pushed and we'll get into that date also um one of the main things we're going to get into right away as soon as we start getting into the gaming topics and stuff is obviously everybody is chomping at the bit because of the Diablo 4 update that just happened yesterday. Um, uh, and it's causing the game to be review bombed into an oblivion right now. Um, and people pulling out and saying they're not participating in season one. Um, oh, do you, are, are you saying that Blizzard intentionally set it up one way before the patch so that people would fall in love with the game and then nerfed it a certain way to screw those people, hoping they would keep playing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Blizzard would never do something like that. Oh, yeah. They And that, so and we're going to get into it because also Diablo, like, the devs said they're going to have a fireside chat with their community on Friday. So Yeah, the chat's going <laughs> to be like... They better bring some s'mores. <laughs> it, the, the chat's going to be like, we're sorry... We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. I'm sorry to but feel, feel that way. <laughs> and I can tell you I'm 100% right they're not going to do shit because I'm a World of Warcraft player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we've been bitching about the state of the game for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Grim. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Well, hey, we, we, could, we, I could, we could hope that, but we'll get into that, though. We could hope the game gets a review bomb to the point where they're losing sales bad enough, but... Don't they know. don't need to. What are you talking about? Loose sales. They have already sold enough. Yeah. They just need to convince people to spam buy those stupid boxes. That's oh. the whole. Like, I love that game, but when I realized, it, like, Blizzard is dead, dude. They're just another. They're just a cash grab microtransaction machine, like Call of Duty is. Mm. And it's just whether or not you enjoy playing the games and want to put up with that shit in the background. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, make that choice. Yeah, do you enjoy the games enough to put up with that shit or not? Because mm -hmm. that's the reality of gaming when it comes to that company now. Oof. Yeah. So. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So. Well, that being said, though, before we get into any of these topics and whatnot, um, what has everybody been up to the last two weeks? Okay. Let's see. Um little bit of Final Fantasy I'm playing on the weekends because I need to, like, sit down and spend, like, four hours in one sitting to play. Um, think I'm close to beating that. Let's see. What else have I been doing? Oh, playing a good chunk of League of Legends. Getting back into that pretty hard. Hmm. Playing with the guys once a week on Sundays. And just been, like building content for the Pathfinder games without having any issues on on bugs. You know, like Bazinga isn't the biggest D&D &D fan, but he can attest. Have we had any bugs? Not with the new thing, no. no that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, whether or not you're having fun with the entire session, every session, the point is we're no longer wasting time with shit not working. 
we we actually we actually had a bonus last week. What bonus? Oh yeah, <laughs> honey, dude. So we're playing fucking Pathfinder, and one of the creatures—it was a creature, right? I think it was a creature. Has an attack move, and I didn't know, but it came with its own sound effect. And whenever we used it, it was like the Aflac duck. Oh Jesus! Just every time he would attack, I was cracking up. It was it was just completely unexpected because I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna go ahead and do, and I'm like, fuck was that? But yeah, um, the sessions have been running way smoother now because of that, and like I said, um. Now, whether or not the campaign the sessions are fun are 100% on the players in the DM and no longer on like, oh, we have something cool happening, but John is dealing with 14 fucking bugs. So mm. the cool is completely ruined because we're stopping every 10 seconds to deal with these stupid bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. The only time we have to stop now is like, oh, I don't know how that mechanic works because I've never used the spell before, but it, it works in game. I just have to know what it does. And it's it's just running smoother. Big stuff coming for Wild Arms over the next couple of sessions. Uh, you missed last session, Nate, and you missed a banger of a fight in which I killed a cripple almost immediately. <laughs> oh, jeez! It wasn't it wasn't intentional. <laughs> I rolled the die. It it targeted Ricochet, and then the boss hit him and killed him in one hit. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's not completely dead, but it put him down in one hit, and then he got back up into his wheelchair and got hit again. <laughs> we're we're, we're inclusive fun. in this. <laughs> what? We're inclusive in this match. We're so <laughs> inclusive that we realized we didn't have any cripples, so the Zynga <laughs> crippled one of my NPCs so we could have a cripple. <sighs> handicap. <laughs> no, handicap would be if he could do anything. You oh. crippled him, dude. <laughs> All he has left is working arm, arms and, like, a head. <laughs> but he's got that powerful wheelchair that takes <laughs> off. <laughs> I gave it a fucking uh, uh, a revving up race car sound. Oh, Jesus Christ. So when he uses this move action, it goes. And it peels out and there's, like, footprints or something. I couldn't find tire marks, so I just uh, for it fucking peels I mean, out. You could do a whole thing where we find somebody that knows how to, that makes biomechanical stuff. And so uh, that, that's basically what I've been doing. And then last night, I um I recorded some some of my voice sound effects for some stuff in the new dungeon. So you guys are gonna hear like a couple of mobs saying catchphrases that I I fucking recorded. We, we really to gotta get you to the studio to record quick little snippets of like the news. Yeah, we we gotta do that. Um, maybe Sunday if I'm. I don't think I'm busy on Sunday because I really do want to record a Dick Tickleton news broadcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dick Tickleton with the Cyberpunk news at eleven. Yeah, <laughs> oh, stuff like that. Interesting. And have like one of those bumpers where I kind of float behind the chair, smiling, and I'm <laughs> with papers, and I'm putting my glasses on, and you I'm do like, like t- ten, ten scenes of you just waving to the camera, looking at the camera, glancing at the camera, smiling at the camera. Yeah, just <laughs> me spinning around in a chair and kind of giving a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe one with you, maybe one with me, like leaning over your shoulder, and I'm like pointing out <laughs> that paper, like I'm helping you. With oh your yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just play the music, and it's like. 
Dick Tickleton live. Dick Tickleton. <laughs> All right, that's about it. I'm good. So Come I haven't on. really played any games. I did uh, buy some game, a couple games on uh, what is it? The Steam mm-hmm. sale. Yeah, I got a a Ghost Recon game. You know that that has PvP in it. I haven't played it, but it's got PvP in it. I, w- I wish we knew that. Um, the newer Ghost Recons, like Breakpoint or something like that. The ones in the dude, jungle. I'm still mad. That oh they yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they have, yeah, they feel yeah. yeah, the battle royale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pissed that they. And then I got, I finally got Bean. It's that driving game that yeah. like always shows like the cars crashing and stuff, but it works with the steering wheel. Oh, so that's really cool. Yeah, so I haven't tried it yet. I just, but I have it now. So, mm-hmm. That's that's. Oh, and. Uh, I have not been playing Raid Shadow Legends for the for the for the viewers. I have not been playing that because it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Nah, my uh, stepfather loves that game for some reason. He's okay. been playing it. Well, good for him. Anyway, oh, they want they, they kept asking, "Can you do a Xbox review on it?" I'm like, "No, no." Look on the bright side, Xbox gamers, because if if they're not lying, Microsoft bought Activision so they could get mobile. Which means their games are going to go real hard no, no, in that mobile no, no. trash. They haven't bought Activision. The yet. mobile, the, the mobile Call of Duties are actually decent. No, yeah, they're fun actually. Yeah, but they, dude, no, this is this is this is Microsoft though. They oh, are yeah, going yeah, yeah. to go so hard into the fucking uh, budget games that make us money. Mm. But yeah, but yeah, no, everybody listening, so you know that that Microsoft has not bought Activision yet. That has not happened. <laughs> um, the merger did not happen, so everybody knows. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> we still there's some windows there. Anyway, uh, I didn't do anything. Well, I did do things, but not a lot. Yeah, fart, barf, and fall over. Yeah, because literally it was literally the day after our last podcast. It uh, was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. So and it was terrible because I couldn't like do anything. Even when I was like a, the first couple days, the second day or third day, I forget what it was, I actually tried playing Diablo, and <laughs> the screen moving, scrolling made me sick. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you now know what it's like. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't even, like, look at my phone or anything like that. Like, I could or anything, or watch anything with fast-moving scenes. Mm. Well, I told you to stop watching those shitty Star Wars shows. I was going to um, do it to you. Yeah, so. You don't fucking listen to me, though. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty terrible. And the fact that I had to sleep upright for, I slept upright for a little over a week. It was around that. Yeah, but you're a vampire anyway, dude. Um, so it was pretty terrible. Like my neck is just starting now to feel somewhat normal. Oh, again. My neck has never felt normal, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> so not it, since that joke, not since when I was a kid when Chad tweaked my neck jokingly. Mm. You remember that at yeah. Dad's house? Yeah. Neck's been fucked up my entire life. I just didn't notice as a kid. Now I'm getting older and I'm like, why is my neck so bad? And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, he <laughs> fucked my neck up real bad when I was a kid. You need to go I to remember a, that now. You need to go to a specialist. Have him realign your vertebrae. Oh, um, no. I think something broke, dude. No, if it broke, it'd be worse. But um, you probably uh, have a misalignment. No, That's no, like no, a- no. Kurt Angle broke his neck and didn't know for a half a year. And it fused. Oh, because shit. he didn't snap it in half. He broke like a slight bone off it. Oh. But yeah. I've had times where I can move my neck and hear bone moving. Yeah. Huh. And I also remember that after that happened. See, I don't know if my mind's mixing like days, but I remember after I remember Chad tweaking my neck. Yeah. And I remember another incident where I couldn't get up for like three days. Oh. And they had to bring a doctor to the house and I had like pain when I got tried to get up and they were like, Oh, it must be a concussion or something. 
keep him awake on him, you know. But yeah, like, but, I was laying in bed for like three days. Yeah, but we also did. We did. We did some incredibly unsafe things for we kids. <laughs> like yeah. in, incredibly unsafe. <laughs> like if nowadays, if we did that shit, our parents would have been arrested. <laughs> so yeah. We did some absolutely stupid shit. <laughs> I, I never did. Oh, man. Well, my defense, what I remember was I wasn't doing anything. He just walked up behind me and tweaked my neck. Oh, well. Like he was going to break your neck. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, like, and I, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, but no, I eventually did get to playing Diablo a little bit, like, and and having have a lot of fun with playing, obviously running Nightmare Dungeons and stuff, um, up until yesterday. But we'll get into that. Now, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, well, actually, first, did I put that first? Yeah, I did put that yeah. first. Yeah, I did. Um, now I don't want to click on become a topic. Anyway, so Diablo 4's update was happened yesterday, and we and obviously people are anticipating some nerfs, possibly some buffs, because the community was asking for a bunch of things, like certain things to be changed and stuff. Um, and the last update wasn't that bad. Uh, prior to this, it actually was, it was true balancing that was happening and the communities are satisfied with it. For the most part, the last two updates weren't that bad. Um, like the very first update that happened after the game came out was a semi big nerf. Okay. And a lot of people were, especially people playing rogues were pissed because they got nerfed into oblivion. Then the next update happened and they relinquished that and they said, oh shit, we went a little too hard on that. Okay, here you go. Um, and the one after that was only like kind of certain bug fixes and stuff like that. It wasn't too big. And then this one happened. Um, and they literally nerfed every damn thing into an oblivion. And just so, cause I play a rogue, I have a necromancer, I have a, I have a, a sorcerer and I have a druid, but I haven't really leveled them a lot. They're all like level 30 and shit. They're not like up to level 50 or anything. My rogue is way up there. My rogue is running nightmare dungeons. Um, but, and so. I logged in yesterday after the update, and I was normally running Nightmare Dungeons good eight levels above me, on average, and not too much trouble uh, from the way I've set up my character with uh, uniques and stuff. So it wasn't too much trouble. All of a sudden, I get halfway through a dungeon, I, I kind of pull a whole mob toward me, do my normal thing, um, and pop uh, a poison imbuement, and send out the obviously my spinning blades to follow me and then usually that hits every single target on the damn screen uh causing them to slow down be vulnerable everything else um because of the puncture caused them to be vulnerable and then fractured puncture uh caused them to slow so after that happened and i was like why is this whole mob not dead in a couple of minutes in a couple of seconds i was like what the hell is going on why am i doing such little damage because you suck um <laughs> and then i and then out of the blue in the middle of the mob I get, I'm at full health, mind you, full freaking health, and boom, I am dead, one hit, just dead, um, and that does not happen, my character is built, he does so much, he hits so fast over and over again, that every time I hit a character, I get 13% of my health back, Okay. and I am rapidly hitting things, like fast, so I don't lose health, period, because I'm hitting things so fast. Um, Cry me a fucking river. So, um, they they nerfed, so then I found out and I was reading it before I even watched any videos or anything like that. I found out they nerfed vulnerability into an oblivion. They nerfed it by forty percent. Oh wow, that's like in like I would okay. I would understand maybe ten percent or something like that or fifteen maybe at the most. I've been like okay, I understand, I get it. 
fine. 40%. And I'm like, that's why the entire mob wasn't dead. Um, because they're supposed to be, after I hit them once with um, my blades, they're supposed to be all vulnerable. Every single one of them. And that kicks off my other abilities. All have buffs for things once they're vulnerable. Because that's kind of how the rogue is built. They play off vulnerability. Uh, the rogue, all his main things give get put vulnerability on other things. So then you can buff off it with other abilities. And that's how, that's how it works. So now they're not getting vulnerable. No, they are. But it's, it's like, like 40% less. <laughs> yeah, they're like... <laughs> The the guys like you hit the guy and he goes like oh yeah, but, now I'm vulnerable uh, oh no I haven't read anything about this I haven't played much yeah. but if what they're saying is right then the community needs to shut up because this is a good thing um, because no hold it the game was built for two things PVE and PvP. And the vulnerability was making it impossible to PvP. And it was breaking the PvE, which is why you were doing dungeons eight levels above where you're supposed to be doing. No, that's it, the, that's that's normal. Um it's no, same thing with Diablo three and Diablo Diablo, Diablo no. three and Diablo two was the same thing. They I, were both unbalanced too, dude. Um I was normally in Diablo three, I was my second playthrough, I was running uh was it torment dungeons they called them then? Literally fifteen ahead, levels ahead of me. Because Dude, my because I because I got my build done. You don't done. stop, Nate. Stop. You don't get to say what's normal when the devs are the ones designing the game. Mm. If they feel that you shouldn't be running dungeons 10, 15 fucking levels above your fucking level, then they consider it broken. Mm. The idea that you were doing that goes against what they planned in the first place with vulnerability, obviously. Just like the idea that people are running up and one-shotting like seven people. You see war, uh, uh, warrior videos where the, they whirlwind five people at once and kill them all in mm. one tick. When whirlwind is supposed to do like multiple ticks of damage, it kills them all in one hit. Mm. Clearly, there's something wrong with vulnerability. And you guys are mad because I, you were gaming the system that they fucked up on. They fixed it. And now you're like, no, put it back. I want to continue gaming the system. If you're telling me, if it was a different thing, fine. But you're <laughs> like telling me they nerfed it by 40%. That says to me that it was so out of whack that they had to nerf it by 40%. No, okay, so, yes, this is, but, that, okay, so, but this is, <laughs> okay, this is. There's no defense so, to this, dude. Well, no, okay, Except so. Except for I want bigger, I want to be broken, wah, wah. Well, well, no, it's not even that, like, it's. Everything is built off of it. Like, everything with the Rogue Doug is, is built off of that exploit. Everything. But that's not that's not true. That there will within the next couple of days, if the people stop whining and bitching, there will be builds that work well. They clearly didn't build the rogue to work to function off of a broken setup. Mm. They didn't realize vulnerability was so bad. And it's not just the rogue. You're looking through the eyes of the rogue, but again, warriors have been nerfed like nine times because vulnerability was so bad they had to keep nerfing them in all the different directions, the barbarian. They did. They, they yeah, will but, has changed like nine times because no, of how bad the balance was. No, no, and that and that's the thing. The last update they did, they did. They nerfed their barbarian a little bit, and people weren't mad about that. They completely understood. They're like, that's fine. Um, um, and now, but then this time around, the nerfs they literally nerfed every single thing in the game, almost on average twenty five percent. Hey, guess what, Nate? It's not a nerf if every other class went with you. It's a rebalance. Mm. 
That's the problem I have with these people bitching about this. They, it's not like they nerfed only the rogue and left everybody broken. If you're telling me they, they dropped vulnerability by 40%, that affects every single class. Yeah. Because every class was stacking vulnerability because vulnerability was broken. No, no, no. Only the only uh, as far as I know. No, whole... every class was stacking it. I watch, dude. Every morning while I'm working on D and D and eating, I watch Asmund Gold videos, and yeah. he talks about all the classes all the time. Yeah. Every single class was stacking vulnerability. Even if your class wasn't built for it, you were stacking it because it was like you get a vulnerability hit, and then your next attack does enough damage to kill everything on screen. Yeah. That's um, clearly not how they designed it, or else they would have only one stack. Well, okay, yeah. No, very true. Um, no, but, like, I wasn't, like, if I say if I didn't design, say if I went, and, so I was running down on about eight levels ahead of you. I still am, by the way. I just have to fucking play it slow. Um, oh, so you have to be intelligent and play the game, is what you're saying. <laughs> um, so, but... He can't be a filthy casual. But it's, I can definitely say, though, even though, hey, and granted, I'm a masochist, and I've 100%ed, like, all the Dark Souls games and shit. I understand that. But I don't play Diablo like that. I want to run in and just run through dungeons and just obliterate people. Um, and that's how I like running dungeons. Just keep on moving through and just destroy everything I see. Um... Well, the game's not for you then, because that's not clearly not what they want. Um, <laughs> so, um, and that's how I like playing it, and I think that's why, and that's obviously this is what's happening. A lot of people are like, yeah, no. Um, and yeah, even, but- and the two people that I know that have been playing it that I work with, because uh, I was texting them, and they said, yeah, we're not, I'm not sure if I'm going to play through season one now. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're right. That sounds more like people who are pissed off that their toy need, that they have to play the game. Instead of just running around, well, no, and because stuff. it what takes. Is, well, it might just take the fun out of the way it was. The way, yeah, the way you, the way you're used to playing, the way you enjoy playing the game. Now you can't, and then you're like, well, I don't, I wouldn't have bought this game at seventy bucks if I couldn't do this. That's a goddamn. That is a goddamn lie. Not a single person is like, man, I never would have bought the game if I had known that I had to play the game. Well, like, no, that's no. bullshit. They what what happened was because, the, dude, it's psychological. Diablo is just like World of Warcraft. It can it falls into the same thing. In World of Warcraft, if they nerf a class and the numbers go from 5k per hit to 4.8 per hit, these fucking people will bitch and complain that they lost 200 damage on every hit and it doesn't feel good anymore. It, what has ha- what it what it is is that these people are playing with a dopamine hit. You get a dopamine hit because you're annihilating everything, Nate. Mm. And now they're telling you that that dopamine hit has changed because it wasn't working the way it was intended. Well, no, but I'm saying and the, like, the, the for return instance, like, is the crackheads are like, oh, I'm not going to smoke crack anymore. Well, no, Fuck but like, you. Um, so you're Ben. Well, no, no. Okay. So <laughs> it's not that. So Diablo, even like I can, I vaguely, I didn't play a whole lot of Diablo 1. Um, I, I played a lot of Diablo 2 and a lot of Diablo 3. And that's how I played them games. Um, and I ain't expecting anything different from Diablo 4. I expect once I figure out how my build works, I could literally run through a dungeon and not look back. Um, levels about like at least level eight levels above me or ten levels above me. Uh, once I could figure out the mechanics, on average, and that's how I like playing Diablo. It and is just it so real- you know, the good players are still doing that. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even taking a shot at Nate. I'm telling him right now what they did was they exactly what Bazinga said. They said filthy casual. You're not allowed to just sleepwalk through the game. You have to have some skill to do this. Go look at these YouTubers that are know, know how to play and learn what they're doing. 
build a better build instead of living off the crutch that is vulnerability because that's not how it's supposed to work. Hmm. And in response, because because there are more filthy casuals than there are hardcores, there are going to be a bunch more people complaining. It happened, uh, dude. I've been playing World of Warcraft my whole life. It happens all the time with this shit, dude. <laughs> it, it's a constant with these people. I I played Warrior my entire time. I never noticed my Warrior ever being weaker. But I would see on forums all the time people going, "Dude, I can't kill anything now, man. They nerfed Mortal Strike five percent. I, I just can't do anything." And I'm like, I don't even fucking notice it, dude. It hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand. I, I you thought there what? was a real reason to be mad about the game. <laughs> what is what did the developers say, Nate? Okay, so the developers did say that on they are going to have a fireside chat on Friday. They want people to list what they don't like. Um, they will give statements or possibly update to a uh, bug fix because they did say, uh, like for instance, like they get a list of up the update for what the patch did, but there is an entire like. I watched this, like, I was just doing other things, watching this guy go on for four hours. All the things of him and his team found that weren't in the update of things they broke after this update. Uh, one thing is, if you had a certain um, equipment on that gave you um, a points on a different thing, all of a sudden now you have, on like, say you had, like, you have armor that gave you four extra, like, points uh, for your tech tree. Now, all of a sudden, after the update, you have four extra new points. That you can use on other things, which means you're getting four more points uh, what than what you're supposed to. You can get total, I think, 60 points total on your tech tree. And that's it. Now, after this update, you're getting uh, whatever you had your armor on giving you extra. Well, now you can allocate it to whatever you want when that's supposed to be allocated toward whatever that armor says it does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, which is a whole nother. That's a big problem. Yeah, the, yeah the, bug, bugs are a problem. Um, that, that, that's fucked up. So the, um, the, I guarantee this, you this fireside thing is going to be a bunch of people so, bitching that this specific class um, isn't so, doing enough damage so anymore. So the drops in Cinder um, were distinctly lowered, and the dev said, we know about this. This is a bug. We didn't intend that for the update. Um, but there's been another ones, and they've responded on Twitter over and over again and stuff like that and other platforms about these other things that people are finding that weren't in the actual update. And they said, oh, sorry, yeah, we've heard other people talking about that. It's it's a bug. We are, we're going to fix it uh, possibly by season three. And people are like, by season three? You yeah. just caused it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean they know what caused it. It's, not, <laughs> it's like, not how about, how you, how about you reverse your update <laughs> and then go back and then go forward again? No, because the update is needed, dude, clearly. Mm. I mean, I'm so sick of... Th this is what happens with World of Warcraft. Fuckers. <laughs> PvE jerk-off assholes. <laughs> they built a whole mechanic for PvP, and you want it to stay broken as shit because you're mad your damage is lower. Like, grow up. <laughs> I would like to someday PvP in, Di in Diablo. And if this... this um, vulnerability patch makes it so I don't die in one hit of anything I will get to leveling my character because that's what's been slowing me down the videos of people running into people with fucking like ice like a ice shot they throw like you know the little ice thing you shoot out Bazinga yeah the low level attack running up to a barbarian and firing that thing and it says vulnerable then firing it again and it kills them in one hit and I'm like let me look at their oh look they're equally leveled and equally geared 
he died because vulnerability made it so that the fucking ice shot did like 40k damage in one hit no i know but the thing is though like pp is a fairly new thing in this game um and i get that but a good portion of the populace like myself i'm, I'm gonna play some pvp eventually but i do play it for pve i don't care if you play it for pvp what i'm saying to you is that you pve people just like in world of warcraft are so goddamn selfish and up your own ass about your skill level i'll cover that in a second that you literally would like literally want your numbers to be higher that's it has no effect on you you can still play your dungeons over allowing me to even play the part of the game I like. Yeah, but I would I wouldn't even mind if they said, okay, you can you can have you, we can negate that update for you, but you're not allowed to play PvP. I'd be like, that's fine. Like like I, you you're just one of those PV, PvE assholes. It's you're the people that ruin games like this for us. Yeah, but okay, so but they you- they invented a mode called War Mode in World of Warcraft. All you do is you click, do you want to PvP or not? And if you keep it off, you don't have to, right? Mm. The fucking community still bitches about it being there because they don't even want it to be an option. Oh. yeah, They are, they're like, well, we shouldn't be able to turn it on because they get PvP gear, and that gear is just as good as raid gear. No shit, <laughs> bitch. No shit. It takes skill for you to kill 100 million people in the arena. <laughs> okay. Like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's an I, elitist I, I mentality. Get I, I get you on there, but, and, and I completely understand that. Um, but Diablo, this is the first PvP version, so majority of the fans are PvE players. Okay, but that doesn't... The fact is, it's not hurting them. The changing their vulnerability to work correctly doesn't hurt you. It just means build a different build that isn't all about vulnerability, and you'll be fine. But not having that update makes it not worth PvPing at all. It's not even fun unless you're one of those people who likes... Let's get seven of my friends and go just one-shot people and laugh about it. <laughs> like, that's the point. There's a scale. And right now, they fix it. So hopefully, I haven't seen this patch just came out, but I'm guessing it's probably fixed it a little bit. But now the scale should tip to a medium where you can have your fun and I can have my fun. And you assholes are like, no, you're not allowed to have your fun. Give me back my big numbers so I can feel like my dick is big. <laughs> and it's embarrassing because... I hate to break it to you PvE people, but I, I, I rated Hardcore World of Warcraft all the way up until last expansion. I've done everything there is to do in that game. PvE is not a skill-based thing. It was never hard. It's not some fucking elite skill level that you no, get. No, it's, you're not a god when you get your rotation right. Yeah, but it's I don't consider it a god. I don't consider any of that. I just like to casually play the game and stomp shit into oblivion. If you like to casually play the game, Nate, don't go to levels that are five times your level and then complain that you're not balanced to do it. <laughs> That's the point. You like you people are stepping into content you're not supposed to do, and then you're mad that you can't do it. Yeah, but after, okay, after you, re- yeah, so but you after you release an entire, I want to go to Endgame and beat it in level one. Yeah, but after <laughs> so, but after you've played three full games that have been going on since what nineteen? What the first one came out in ninety seven, I think. Um, an entire run that's like almost like like close to 30 years of games and now you change it the, the majority because of the I, audience is I not... honestly don't know if I believe you I'm going to do my research about that shit and smash you next week because yeah. I don't believe <laughs> that you were able to do that until you got like at the very end of the game where they had because 
again, with World of Warcraft, they copied shit from Diablo. One of the things they copied from Diablo is when you hit very, very max level, you have the very best gear you can get at that point in the game, they have a thing where you get these keystones that let you go into dungeons, and they, they stack. So you can go into a dungeon that's like plus 10, which means they're 10 levels ahead of you. Yeah. And you take the challenge to try and do that. But that is meant to be very endgame content and meant to be very difficult. Well, yeah, it that's... isn't meant for you to drool, roll, walk over. Yeah, but that, and you that, want that is... it to be, which is ridiculous. This is, uh, that's, uh, yeah, um, endgame Nightmare Dungeons. That's what, that's what Nightmare Dungeons are. They are endgame. Okay, um, then so, they're not supposed to be like that. Yes, but I'm saying you're not supposed to be able to drool your way through that shit. Yeah, but I'm it's saying it's supposed to get harder as you go. Yeah. Also, if you're talking about a new season, isn't that shit supposed to make adjustments to how the mobs work? Anyway, what do you mean? More difficult, different kinds of like, because I would expect it works like WoW in the regards of like, in WoW they have these things called the like suffix or something or prefix. I forget what yeah. they're called. And when you enter the dungeon, it's like this week's things, and it's got like a list of things the mobs do that they don't normally do. Oh no! So I would expect that's how I would expect that's how the new season works, where it's like the mobs in all these new dungeons have new tricks up their street sleeves. They're more difficult, and yeah. these idiots are PMSing immediately before realizing that they the the new season's supposed to bring a new challenge every time. Well, no, no, there out. is a whole new. Oh, so, so there is this. I can't remember the guy's name. There's a new NPC that's going to show up on season. Well, tomorrow, season one starts. I think it's tomorrow. Um, anyway. But it's not just an NPC. Well, the no, no, no. But he's gonna everything's be, no. supposed to be hard again. That's well, what the seasons are for, dude. No, they're meant to no, be he, more difficult so every time. Every season's going to have its own kind of short storyline. Yes, but the, the, um, the mob it, is supposed to always be more difficult. That's the point. Um, the no, challenge is supposed to go up. Um, they're going to change the world events and stuff every season. Uh, and they're going to have specialty dungeons, stuff like that, and whatnot. They haven't said and the anything. regular dungeons you go into, the dungeons that always existed, yeah. the mobs will be more difficult and more dangerous. That's the point of the season. They always change it up. They they add new stuff to them. They make them do new shit. That's how it works in WoW, and WoW took that from Diablo, so I'm guessing that's well, how Diablo 4 works. So that it's not going to change the main dungeons. What it's going to change is when you do Whisper Dungeons, um, or if you do um, a Nightmare Dungeon. Those are where they're going to change. The basic dungeons before any of that, before Endgame, are not going to change. Um, because they want the people that haven't okay, got to the Endgame yet. The end game stuff, they, right? they haven't got to that Endgame. Because you're, well, people in Endgame aren't going to be doing the regular dungeons anyway. That's why they're not changing that. Um, and once, so the one season way, so the season one will work is like if you have a character like mine um, that you've done everything in the game uh, with that one character, you can build a new character. You can create a new character that will have access to Endgame right away as long as you've done everything with one character. Uh, so you'll start at level one at Endgame. Um, and you can follow the storyline of this new NPC that's going to show up and you have to do whatever quests and stuff like that. Uh, to go All through. I know and is when you, we started you, this, I thought that, I thought there were actual changes to the game that were bad. Um, Finding out they just nerfed the most broken system in the game to make it. Oh, it's more than that. They nerfed, like I said, they nerfed everything. It wasn't just like I focused on the rogue, but like um, I saw like thirty videos today. Every time I was trying to find stuff about the rogue of people bitching about the barbarian, I was like, Whoa, yeah, shit. I, don't, I don't care. Holy if, crap. They, if, they're fixing, <laughs> if they're fixing the overall ridiculous problem, that's fine. Yeah, because vulnerability was a ridiculous problem. Also, it limits builds. If vulnerability is broken, you're you're stacking to whatever vulnerability buff you have within your tree. Mm. End of story. You're taking it every time. You'll never not take it. 
because yeah. it's so broken. Oh yeah, I know. This I know. is much more healthy for the future of the game if that's the well, case. And it's it's just ridiculous we'll, that we'll, people would we'll complain see. about it. But you know, entitled children still gaming nowadays. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So everybody knows season one starts tomorrow. And if you do, if you already have an end game character, as long as you have one, you can start a new character, and you will have you'll be in the end game. You'll have the entire map revealed. Uh, you will have access to Whisper Dungeons and Nightmare Dungeons on level one. Um, so, and obviously you're not going to want to go after Nightmare Dungeons right away. You're going to get stomped into Oblivion. Um, but you're going to want to use the lower level Whisper Dungeons, um, which will probably be what I'm doing, um, or the World Events, because the World Events you're going to be in a crowd. Today's world word of the day is Oblivion. Yeah. Let's not so, say it anymore. <laughs> oblivion. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, I don't know. Use Ooh. it in a sentence. Grim crushed Nate's whiny, bitchy argument into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what happens on Friday. Um, to see what the devs are going to say. Or if before that, if devs do anything. So, we will see um, what will happen. I would love it for all these YouTubers to get slapped. If they're just like, oh, now that it's out... It's not as bad as you thought it is, is it? <laughs> uh, anyway. So, <laughs> okay. The next topic, over 1,300 retro games are coming to the Xbox next week. Well, that's probably this week now. Well, this yeah, about this, this week. This was five days ago. Yeah, this was five, yeah, five days ago. Uh, with an alarming 80% of old school gamers now unavailable commercially. Yeah, 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 we know all that. The stats that are available. But they're available. They're just not available by... Typical means. Yeah, you can't. Uh, well, you can't buy them. Well, you could. You can buy. There is about a thousand and three, and a lot more than that, on any marketplace: AliExpress, Amazon, Alibaba, uh, already pre-built uh, no, 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 no. little mini computers with a thousand. You cannot buy these games legally. You can legally buy those little uh, computers. That's not what they're saying. They're saying you cannot like. Go to Nintendo and buy Art of Fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't know. go on my Sega Genesis and buy Wheelie. You know? No, 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 no. That is very. <laughs> That's true. what they mean. But you, you can legally buy them, just not by the companies they were from. No, you can legally buy the handheld, and the games come free. That's yeah. that's their way around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so are you telling me that Microsoft is letting emulation onto their store again? Uh, well, that was always the thing. This is this is an emulation. It's just old games. They're putting the old games. Which it's they're a, running the emulator. It's a streaming it, yeah. service called AntStream. Yeah, and it's uh, got what thirteen hundred games so far. Yeah, and uh, you pay twenty nine ninety nine a year or eighty dollars for a lifetime. Yeah, and uh, you get to play these all these games. Yeah, it depends how well their servers run and stuff like that. Yeah, because uh, cloud gaming is not great at times and terrible at other times. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay at good times, but yeah. I don't know. These these ones might not be too bad because they're so minute, old. Dude. Wait uh, a minute, dude. Well, no, it does this, matter. Cause you gotta remember, this these games... will be dead in a year, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Um, Do you expect me to believe that they have the rights to games like Mortal Kombat and shit and Metal Slug X? Loaded. They don't have the rights of this stuff, dude. I, I don't know. I'll have to look up. No, what they literally is. don't. There's no way a nobody company bought some of these games from these companies. Like, like I said, um, you're telling me. Let's see. I need. I need to look at some of these. 
You're telling me uh, Sony sold them the rights to Loaded? Or the guys who make Mortal Kombat sold them the rights to Mortal Kombat? Oh, the guys who sold the rights to Mortal Kombat, they'll sell their grandmothers. They don't give a shit. <laughs> Kid me? <laughs> no. They wouldn't. They would. <laughs> there, there are games on here, I guarantee you, that they don't have the legal well, rights to... Well, no, I would bet here. they would, since Microsoft is putting them on Xbox. I would guess they Microsoft, would. Microsoft... Dude, Microsoft has had illegal emulators on their system for a while, dude. Emulators They've are not illegal. No, yeah, emulators no, are not, 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 not illegal. point. Nate said... It, well, I'm sure they do, because Nate... Because Microsoft's letting them, and I'm saying Microsoft doesn't care because they've done illegal games on their si- consoles on the, I mean, what do you call it, emulators on their thing before. Yeah, so it, they do not care. Yeah, emulators are not illegal. All about that. Emulators are not illegal. <laughs> the games are. Emula- like, the games on there too. Um, yeah. That's yeah. the point. They let, they let illegally this stuff happen on their store, so why wouldn't they? That's all I'm saying. Um, and emulators are still allowed on the Xbox. You just have to be in de- developer mode. Like super, okay, Super Star Wars. Yeah, there's literally no way they'd have the rights to a Star Wars game. Why wouldn't they? Disney would never sell them the right to rights to a Star Wars game. They of any might, time. Um, I don't think Disney owns the rights to the Star Wars games. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Not the old ones. They're not the old ones. The Super Nintendo ones, they 100% do. No, they don't. No, they don't. They actually don't. 100% uh, they don't because it's on my freaking gar- arcade machine. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> the, well, obvi- um, dude, there's a difference between you buying it in an arcade machine than these guys on here. No, no, I'm saying that, but like I, I know the history of like, Lucas Games was a thing, but the production wasn't, it wasn't owned by Disney, and it's not, well, it's not owned by Disney now, and Lucasfilm didn't have 100% of the rights either uh, of those game developments, so they don't own a lot of those older games. Half the library is ZX Spectrum and Commodore anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah, most of these games are, are, are shit and a joke. So now that I'm... Okay, maybe they might have the rights to some of this stuff because now that I'm looking at it. But there's a couple on here that are suspect. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There are some games on here that are suspect that you go, I feel like they wouldn't have the rights to that game. Like, Worms? Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, and there's a lot. There's a lot of like nuances to that too. Like, if this server is 100 percent running in America, then obviously they do have the license and they're legally doing this completely. Um, if they're running these servers out of like China, every game um, on AntStream Arcade is officially licensed from the rights holders and allows anyone to play the games that it started uh-huh. at all, and even those that who don't have the means. Yep. The fact that every game is officially licensed also removes the need for dodgy ROMs and illegal downloads. And this legality is something the team have always been passionate about. Well, yeah. that explain that explains why the lineup is so trash. Well, that's why it's 80 bucks. Did you, did you see the lineup on my arcade machine? Yeah, it's pretty trash. Yeah. The, um, well, that's, <laughs> that's why, why I bought the, the, the licensings cost a lot. I stand corrected and apologize. <laughs> that's why it costs eighty dollars. Yeah. But I guess I guess they're not valued too well. Because it says fourteen hundred games, but there's a lot of shitty games on here, dude. Well, the, the 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 biggest thing about this in general is about game preservation. Yeah, and that's what they're the, the the this is what their thought is because I mean, like Atari it says, Warriors on here, so eighty seven percent of games are not possessable unless you get a, a ROM yeah. or you can find the physical copy somewhere. Yeah. Other than that, you can't get them, and that's that's the problem that they're running into. That's why like so many people are upset over. Like how the uh, they got rid of the Game Shop or whatever on Nintendo. Yeah, 
And now they have you get the free games, but they're always the shitty ones. Probably because they don't have the rights to those anymore or something. So it just I don't know. It's just, it's, it's all about the game preservation. Well, what they're going to eventually have to do is rewrite copyright law. Well, there are some ga- Wasn't there a game that recently lost its copyright? Yeah, if it loses its copyright, but that takes 50 years. Is it 50 years for 50 a game? 50 years. That's, for, that's standard copyright, 50 years. Well, there's no game that's been out for 50 years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Um, I think what they got to do is rewrite the law. Is that if a game is no longer accessible physically, you know I mean? It's now viable for emulation. Um, but there's a lot of things that need to be written anyway for our new technical world. The the duration of video game copyright is the life of the author plus 70 years after his death. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's still not happening though. Video games are not that old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. So yeah. But I'm also reading 95 years from publication or 120 years from creation. Oof. So who knows? Oh. Depends on the country, probably. Uh, yeah. Well, it does too. Like, say if these servers were being streamed from like China or something, mm-hmm. there's nothing they could do. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nothing they could do. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so let's get into the Microsoft deal. So, Sony agrees to the 10-year Call of Duty deal. Uh, the bittersweet battle for Call of Duty is over as Sony signs the Microsoft deal. No. Yeah. So, the Microsoft deal has not happened yet. But the Sony and Microsoft deal did happen. Uh, Sony has agreed 10 years. Uh, keep the franchise on PlayStation after a post Activision Blizzard acquisition. Uh, Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer uh, says Sony and Microsoft have agreed to the binding agreement to Call of Duty on PlayStation. What what sucks is that before it was to all the games. Now it's just to Call of Duty. The first agreement they, that Microsoft gave them. Right, no, one, it was only Call of Duty. No, it was both. It was everything. Okay, and, uh, uh, number yeah. one, this this is all conjecture because no one actually knows what the deal is. Mm. These are fanboy websites writing stupid shit. Number two, no, no, no. This is no. This was op- this was announced straight from Phil Spencer um, yeah. when they made the acquisition with Sony. No, I'm talking about now. There is no 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 one knows if the deal is exclusive to just Call of Duty or not. They said it they was. made this, a deal no. to get Call of Duty. But nothing has been announced about other games in the library. Yeah, no, no, but they distinctly Microsoft said, as of right now, the agreement that Phil Spencer uh, was part of, what they signed this, was with Call of Duty only. Yeah. That's it. However, with Nintendo... How many times do I have to explain this, dude? You don't have to explain it. It literally was a thing. No, because I literally just said they signed a deal for Call of Duty. Everything else is still up in the air. They haven't said that they would be exclusive or not because they haven't decided on making deals with them yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I said know that. they signed a deal for Call of Duty, and you guys are like, yeah, nothing else. And I'm like, I said that. I'm just saying that these fanboy websites that are claiming nothing else is coming oh, know well, nothing because nothing has been announced for anything else yet. Oh. Yeah, Other than no. that, they sat well, there's, down there's and no, scratched out a Call of Duty deal. They don't even know what the games they're going to put on the freaking system. And number two, can we stop acting like they had a good fucking lineup, people? <laughs> Diablo is the only game that they make on PC that is co- popular on consoles. Mm. 
Well, and Call of Duty. Overwatch. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Blizzard. Oh, Overwatch Overwatch Two bombed really, really bad. Yeah, really bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Its its servers are not looking good. Oh yeah, they just fired. Oh, that was I almost put the topic. Starcraft doesn't exist anymore, and it wasn't on consoles in the first place. World of Warcraft will never reach consoles. Stop fucking acting like you're going to make World of Warcraft console. (laughs) Okay. That wouldn't and work. every other IP they've ever that they have in their in their fucking thing are dead and gone IPs. Yeah, and even if they still existed, they're the kind of IPs that don't sell on Xbox. And people are like, "Well, they got this massive library." Yeah, they have a massive library of IPs, but it's like if I went to like Columbia Pictures and I bought their Republic movies from 1940 and went, "Look <laughs> at all the IP I got." Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No, I know. I, like, I, I get that, but yeah. So what they're saying right now is that it's only for Call of Duty. O- only in a safe yeah, right now. That's it's Call the Duty. deal they signed now. But there wasn't. it wasn't like they went in and they signed a deal and then they went, and hey, fuck you, you're not getting anything else. Bef- no, they got bef- together and signed a deal for the most important game. Before, the deal was for everything. Now it's just for Call of Duty. Mm. And then... Like, um, why is the door thing... No, it's weird. Um, and now the... Uh, there, I guess there's some uh, information in all the stuff about uh, Nintendo saying that they'll they'll get like Call of Duty, but they they can get the other games as well. Yeah. Nintendo's not too it's, worried it, about but that. But it's though. not it's not like guaranteed to get all the games. Yeah. It, 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 what they're saying is like, what they're thinking. It says is that if if it's something that would work on a Switch. No, I know, but like Nintendo is like Nintendo's kind of out of this question. They are the big big dog. Watching these two small dogs fight. Yeah, no, I know. They're not the big, big dog. Literally not. They true. are. They're worth more. Nintendo is worth like four times more than Sony. Literally not true. No, it is true. It is true. Nintendo is worth way more than Sony. No, so Sony is not just games. No, but Sony the yeah no shit but like the Sony what do you got Nintendo is worth way more market share than Sony is way more. Like, so you see, he threw the market, market share. share. First of all, no. Okay, market share is not. If you're, if you, if you want to play some funny bullshit, where you say like, "Well, the Switch is in this gen's market," then you can say it has a way bigger market share. But that Switch, this Switch is fucking outdated. That shit belongs in the PS4 market. And guess what? Mm. In the PS4 market, they're neck and neck. If you want to pretend the thing that came out four years before the PS5 is ahead in its own little market. You can, but the bottom line is, if you put that head to head with the gen it came out for, they are not ahead in market share. And yeah, then if that's you look, not, at, that's not how business works, though. They look at market share. Where investors uh, put they, money to yes, a company. Yes, market share. That's why Nintendo. That's why Sony gets so many games, dude. Yeah, because Sony's market share. If you combine the system people are still playing, which is the PS4, and the system they're playing now, which is the PS5, their market share is as big, if not bigger, than the Switch. Yeah, but they don't. Okay, so they they don't separate systems. You look at it as a company as market share uh, of what they're what they're investing and what they're like okay. gaining if from the market. Don't they don't systems, separate. They separate. They use it as a whole. Like if Nintendo is still making money on the Wii, that's goes into their market share right now. Dude, um, dude, they're not making. No. not making money on the Wii. No, I'm saying, no, but they that's how market share works, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you're proving my point again because if you're saying they don't separate the systems, then you're taking a hundred million. Plus an additional thirty million for the PS5 to the hundred and twenty million for the Switch. Guess what? Almost identical market share. 
No, I know, but I'm saying no, and by the numbers. No, you uh, don't know. That's the fucking argument. No, I do know. You don't um, know. No, Nintendo is worth far more than Sony. Um, they are the Sony is forty five percent. Nintendo's twenty seven, and Microsoft is twenty five, or something like that. This is what? as of twenty twenty two. For what? I don't have market share. Oh. Global console market share. Sony 59, was all right. Nintendo's net worth as of July fifty nine point twelve billion. Sony net. Worth. Sony net worth. 114.1 <laughs> billion. Why are we arguing about this? Because you make yourself sound stupid, because then I'll put Xbox in, it's Microsoft in, and Microsoft is worth like 200 billion or trillion or something. Like, you can't. You, yeah, because they're you got, not just games. They're I can't even read the number. 2297 <laughs> billion. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's not the Xbox branch, though. That's not. Uh, no, but my point is. If you can't, you can't make these false ar- uh, arguments, dude. The Nintendo and Sony are almost identical in market share right now. Unless you take the Switch and put it up against only the PlayStation 5, then, of course, they have a market share lead because they were out four or five years before that. Hmm. But from a, from a, uh, a what do you call it, a, a net worth of their two divisions, Sony is double their division in worth. Hmm. It's not an argument you can make, dude. Mm. Nintendo is not competing with Sony in that regard. That doesn't mean their games don't compete or their console's uh, ability to sell consoles. But you also have to take into account that for every two Sony, uh, um, what do you call it, switches, is one Sony and one PlayStation with cost, roughly. Mm. Like, how much is a Switch right now? You can get a Switch about 200 bucks right now. Okay. So you're looking at close to three that's, Switches. But that's the, that's the, the light version, which a lot of people buy. Uh, yeah, the, but OLED, the, the OLED, the OLED, the OLED, the OLED version. Most three switches, like yeah. two and a half switches, yeah. to equal the cost of a, a PlayStation. Yeah, but they look at units sold though. Like when they did the oh, earnings okay. report, when Breath of the Wild, I mean Tears of the Kingdom came out, um, the units were tripling the amount of PS5s in Japan. Oh my god, dude! So you just keep no, you keep pushing your goalposts, dude. Mm-hmm. You're, of course, the Switch has been out in Japan for four fucking years or five no, years. No, no, no. I'm saying like like the month that Tears of the Kingdom came out, they sold triple the amount of Switches in Japan than they did PS5s that same month. Only that month. So? No, I'm what, saying your though. Point? <laughs> your fucking point? Well, I'm Ooh, saying your like, no, it, it was beating a next-gen system. Are you saying that when they have a big week and a big launch? Yes. Games push hardware? Yes. What? Oh my God! <laughs> um. So yeah, and it's from 2017. So I mean, like, yeah, system from 2017, like competing stuff, which is pretty impressive. It's near the end of its life, of course. No, it, it's literally not impressive though. It when you have people like Nintendo products, people like Sony products, they're going to own both. One costs 200 bucks. If you look at the current situation with the Japanese market right now, and this is the thing people are talking about, Sony's having a resurgence in that market. Mm. It all depends on the games you release and when you release them. But the argument that somehow uh, Nintendo market share is, Actually, as you put it, what was it, two to three times? Yeah. What did Actually. he say? Bazinga, when we started, what was it two times the market share or something? Oh, yeah, they were beaten. Um, actually, the biggest thing happening in Japan right now is PC gaming, which is insane. It's having like a crazy, like, boom right now. PC gaming okay. in Japan. What are they playing? 
<laughs> well, no, no, that. they're building gaming PCs. Walking oh. back that goddamn and selling gold. gaming like, PCs. Get out of the way. <laughs> no, let's uh, cover um, that up. So, yeah, move that goalpost, man. Move but, it all the way out the door, down the but, street, and around the corner. But anyway, so as I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, the Microsoft, even though while the headlines are saying it, oh, it's over, stuff like that, the Microsoft uh, Blizzard um, Activision merger has not happened, and they have not paid any money, and it has not gone final. It has now been pushed to October 18th. Um, I, al- I also don't think it's going to matter in the way that, that these people think it's going to matter. It's going to matter in a much worse way. Hmm. But it's not, it's not going to... It's not going to, like, flip the console race. Microsoft will still be dead last, and Sony and, and PlayStation will continue... I mean, Sony and Nintendo will continue burying them hmm. in every regard but revenue because Microsoft is trying to buy their way through the industry. Hmm. But it's going to have a really negative effect on the industry as a whole. And I guarantee you I'm right about that. Yeah, we're going to have to see because there's still, obviously, a lot more things that are be happening. The essential, obviously, the extension will provide an ample time uh, to work through the final regulation issues. Microsoft President uh, Brad Smith said in a statement, he added, uh, "We are confident about the uh, prospects for um, obviously getting the deal across in the finish line." Uh, Microsoft cleared a major hurdle, obviously, in a 68.7 billion acquisition last week uh, when a federal judge sided with them. Obviously, uh, we know all about that. Uh, Microsoft now needs to gain the approval from the UK regulations, which already. Which, yeah, uh, extension this own deadline to uh, obviously six weeks to August 29th to review that deal. Uh, the UK, um, obviously, yeah, we, yeah, we all we cover that anyway. So we know about that. They still have to go to trial for that, which is obviously why this deal has not happened yet because obviously Activision's not going to finalize this deal until well, trial doesn't exist with the CMA, like they, they're going to go for an appeal, but the mm. way it works in the UK is Microsoft will argue their appeal. And then it still goes back to the CMA, and they still get to choose whether or not the deal goes. Through. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I know. There I know. is no judge who's going to go. Nope, the deal has to go through. That's not how it works. No, I know. CMA, um, they have to appease the CMA to get it through. So, end of story. So we don't know if they are going to, uh, because it, they've it, they've pissed off that the CMA quite badly. Well, there's so. a lot of a lot of other countries that have already accepted it. Oh, I know. Yeah, but the problem is countries, UK, countries. But the problem is the UK is their second biggest market. Not only the second biggest market, it's technically the only other big market. Yeah, the, so oh, okay. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So to, for them to sell Xboxes, <laughs> yeah, they don't. They, they don't, don't not want to piss them well. off. They, but do. why would that piss them off? Oh, so. well, they, no, they're pissed because the CMA is pissed because right after they denied it, they got threats for, immediately yeah. from Microsoft. Shit yeah. like we'll go around you, we'll do it anyway, stuff like that. And you don't threaten a government bureau. Yeah, they were threatening to pull all their Microsoft stuff out of the UK and everything else. What is the CMA? They're like the they're like the federal like kind of the equivalent of the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, and stuff. They have a lot more power in the UK than the Federal Trade Commission does in the US. Apparently, <laughs> they have a lot more power. The real problem um, here is that even if this deal deal falls apart and doesn't go through, it doesn't matter. Microsoft has already opened Pandora's wow. box, <laughs> and because of them. There's going to be a fire sale of people buying up everything, like like what's happening in the movie industry right now. Like you have 20 goddamn streaming services, and they're buying everything and then ruining it all. Hmm. Well, Disney owns. Who knows what's going to happen after what's going on right now with the strikes and shit? 
like all Disney this AI crap. Half, half of the stuff you grew up on, Disney now owns, and seventy five percent of it is bad now. Like they took Willow, they made it shit. They made Star Wars shit. The Marvel movies are all the same stuff now. They don't put any effort into it. Snow White. The Marvel TV show, what? Snow White. Yeah, it's all just the same shit. And mm-hmm. they're all losing tons of money because they've pissed off all these people. Mm-hmm. That's your future, people who are supporting this deal. Five years from now, there's going to be three or four major publishers who own every goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Sony will have a whole bunch of studio the publishers. Well, Microsoft have a well, whole bunch. Well, Sony, I mean, my, Disney bought Fox. Everything will be homogenized. Yeah, well, no, I Everything. don't think so. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen because that's of, literally because, what's going to happen. Well, no, no, because of a story we're going to be covering on the second half of this podcast about the FTC. Yeah. Um, uh, after this whole like they were denied, they are now going. They're going to ramp up everything for company acquisitions uh, across the board in America. They are going to make it so hard for another company to buy another company. They probably won't even try anymore. If they succeed, fine. If they don't, that this um, is what they're, because they obviously you can tell, they, from what it tells, they were not happy that they did not get, win this case, <laughs> and they're going to go rabid now. So well, yeah, dude, that's <laughs> incredibly stupid. Like, uh, I'm sorry, but Microsoft should have been thrown out of court day one mm. simply because they tried to game the system and it worked. Mm. And what I mean by that is that they set a short deadline on their deal to yeah. force any kind of objections to mm. go to court immediately, which yeah, means the yeah. FTC couldn't prepare a real case. They couldn't, the, the court couldn't prepare like ample time for the lawyers to prepare anything. Mm-hmm. They had to have the court case as soon as possible because Microsoft set it up that way with the deal ending by the 18th of yeah. July. Well, I, they literally played the, the, the government. Oh yeah. Well, the, and that's it. like if I, if I was that judge, I would have been like, so you guys wanted to make sure that we were forced to have this court date within like a week of you guys announcing the deal? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm siding with the FTC. I'm not going to hear any arguments. You're not happening. Because yeah. that was like, yeah. it was disgusting. They, they planned it all. Oh, yeah, yeah. They I'm knew sure. that the FTC would come in without lawyers. They yeah, also yeah. knew that their lawyers knew what was going on. Because I bet they prepped their lawyers before they did the deal. Yeah. So, so yeah. their lawyers had a year of prepping. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll get into it in the second half. But basically the short of it is the FTC is going to change it. So that if it's even hinted that you're buying a company to raise your own market share because they're competition to you, it'll be deemed illegal. I would like, like that to if, happen. Like, for instance, like... They were pointing out like a lot of things happened. Like we saw T-Mobile by Sprint. We saw there was a whole bunch of random mergers like that happened. Yeah. Uh, so like they after wouldn't this, that be the, po- the whole purpose after of doing this, that in, in general? after this none of that after they make after this FTC new regulations get pushed into play. Yeah. None of that will ever happen again. So no, there'll right. be no such thing as mergers. No, They'll, unless it's like they're unless they're just- unless they're buying like a opsy company that that is not in competition with them and they're buying them anything would be to absorb them competition. Well, no, no, say like. Like say say if like T Mobile went and bought like a video game company. Okay. That'd be fine because they don't make money on video games. They, they don't will compete be. they don't compete against <laughs> well now they will be, but they're they're not buying it to get rid of their Think competition. About this okay. shit like this though. Kind of thing. All right. Think about this. This is the last thing I have to say about it. For all these people that are happy about this deal and are stupid and don't understand this. Hmm. Call of Duty 
made everybody chase Call of Duty that were making first-person shooters. And for a long time, every shooter was just a Call of Duty clone. Just a shit Call of Duty clone. That's what you're getting when you homogenize these companies. When all these companies fall in line with Microsoft, that means your your next Halo is going to play a lot more like Call of Duty because they can't afford Actually, to be... so I'm going to take that back. Ahead, don't cut me off. They can't afford to be the second fiddle on that market. No, you're right. Because they are owned by the same company. But that... It, it started before uh, Call of Duty, though, I can tell you. But my, my point being is that when you homogenize these companies and you put them all under one umbrella, they are only competing to not get cut from their freaking base. From oh, their yeah. yeah. They, so, in other words, the boss comes in and sits down and goes, Call of Duty makes us $35 million a year. Uh, what do you, what's your game going to do? Ours is going to be like a niche battle royal game. The goal is to you know try something new. Uh, it's not going to make $35 million a year, is it? <laughs> uh, I'm afraid we're not going to greenlight that game. Yeah. And that's what happens when you, jet, when you put these companies together and you force them to work on the same thing. That's what happened to Square. Square has one RPG now. One game, no, two. It's Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. Super Nintendo era, they used to release 100 different RPGs. Yeah. Why they don't do it anymore? Because none of them sold as well as Final Fantasy, so all those, all those people got homogenized into Final Fantasy and were told to make Final Fantasy games. Yeah, pretty much. That's what Microsoft is going to do to Square. I mean, to, to um, Activision. They're going to go, Crash Bandicoot doesn't sell, so we're not going to make that. Uh, 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 Diablo sells, so we'll make that. Oh, <laughs> we have an idea for a first-person RPG. Does it play like Diablo? No. Well, then you can't make that. Make a game kind of like Diablo. We'll slot it in at the three-year mark after Diablo 4 came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, the reason I was saying I was saying the actually the big push that people were trying to chase, um, and this is why Call of Duty did so well, is a game that prior to we me and you played a whole lot of, which was Soldier of Fortune. Um, yes. The fir- so the first Call of Duty was they bought out Ravensoft Studios. They bought out a couple of shooters. They wanted Ravensoft because they wanted the mechanics they were using to make their first-person shooters. So they got those guys. Plus, they got an art department. I forget what fucking company. They bought a bunch of people. Then they came out with Call of Duty and fucking stomped yep. the fucking and then everybody market. Everybody <laughs> tried to copy it. Yeah. And then eventually <laughs> they stopped because they couldn't compete and they moved on to other ideas. Yeah. But when you work for – when you are owned by Microsoft – in their giant bubble, mm. you can't stop making the game that compete that looks like Call of Duty because at that point they're firing you. Yeah, they yeah. want you to make the game that makes as much money as that. And if you don't have the best idea in the world, it better be a ripoff of the game that makes all that money. Yeah, pretty much. That's how these companies work. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's been gaming. Uh, we'll cover more as this story, but I don't think we're going to hear anything until this hearing on the uh, on the end of August. We're not going to hear much more coming out of this uh, until then. So it's going to be a little bit of a wait time uh, until then. We'll see if it happens. Um, but we'll obviously give updates on the FTC, which we're going to cover in the next half of the podcast. So before we get into the second half podcast, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor and the people that bring this podcast to you, The Dorkening. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie. With you over 30 pockets. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey kids! 
It's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token with, my god man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dork Eating Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Greetings and Shabibans, we are the Retro Reductibus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductibus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some, ahem, very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. It's there. And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest in an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Redoctopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. Do you like retro video games? 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia. Hi, I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm Jay, the NES addict. Welcome to the weekly Warp Pipe. Jump into the Warp Pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood. That's right. Every week we discuss something new like the hardest NES games. Or what it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes. What our top 10 toys were. <laughs> Battle Beast. No, dude. It was Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Cowabunga. So be sure to check out the weeklywarpipe.com for more info. And we're proud to be a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. That's right. You can join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly Warpipe channel. That's the Weekly Warpipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. The Weekly Warpipe. And we are back, and we're going to get into technology, pop culture, and Bobbenheimer. Bobbenheimer now? Bobbenheimer. Bobbenheimer. My name is Bob Heimer. <laughs> Bob Heimer. Yes. Uh, a cultural phenomenon that has never happened for any movie. Uh, pretty much. It's crazy. It's, it's just silly. It's But it's fun. It's fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. You uh, never went to Care Dead? What? You know, the, the Care Bears movie, and then they had Evil Dead? I'm joking. I okay. <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> um, someone tried to, they were doing a video and they said, like, remember when The Dark Knight and some other movie, I can't remember what movie, came out on the same day and it was a big thing and they're like, no, that wasn't. And then they're like, no, there wasn't a thing. It's never been a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. Yeah, it's never been a thing. But we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, we're going to get into, obviously, this crazy thing. I think it, yeah. Uh, it was this morning, I believe, this happened. This first topic we'll get into in a minute about Starbucks, which is kind of funny. Uh, it was just a random occurrence. Um, but, yeah. And obviously, we're going to get into everything of Barbenheimer. We'll get into a follow-up to the story that we covered a few weeks ago uh, about them possibly forcing people to uh, 
forcing companies to make batteries replaceable again in cell phones. Um, and we didn't think it was going to be a possibility. Well, guess what? The UK thinks otherwise. Uh, so we're going to get into that, which is going to be really <laughs> freaking interesting uh, with that whole thing. I did not think that was going to happen uh, at all. And obviously, we're going to get into the FTC, uh, DOD, Justice, uh, Antitrust Guidelines um, are going to be pushed a little bit more uh, going forward. Uh, so we'll get into that loveliness. But before any of that, we're going to get into things we have been checking out uh, on watching and whatnot because yeah there's some interesting things on the tvs and the tubes and the and the yeah and the stuff so <laughs> what have where the hell the zinger went i'm right here <laughs> um anyway so what have you been watching uh let's see i've been watching uh finishing up jack ryan oh, on, yeah, yeah. on uh prime yep it's okay it's okay um i uh joe pickett man i'm telling you you gotta watch some joe pickett joe pickett every time i don't know why but every time i watch it all right it's time for joe pickett <laughs> even though they nobody oh. talks like that oh my god but uh it's just it's, i always it's, think you think of corbell pickett but that's not the guy uh, anyway it's it's a i don't know it's it's a it's a fun show i don't know it's uh it's a drama about a uh, like game warden, but like there's this messed up crap that's going on in the town he moved to. Yeah, so it's really good. Uh, the second season, it's got it's got to be almost over. I, next week might be the last episode of the second season, hmm. but uh, or there might be more because there's something that happened in the first episode that we have not gone back to yet. They were just trying. Basically, they said, "Oh, it was all in your head. You had a concussion, so you were hallucinating or something." I'm like, okay, so uh, who knows. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I really enjoy it. And then uh, Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek's really good. Uh, did you see the last episode? No, I haven't seen the last oh, episode. Oh, it's so freaking good. It's it's probably my favorite. Yeah, uh, my favorite is the whole uh, the trial one. Is my yeah. favorite. I love no, that this one. one's my favorite because it has to do with the whole uh, his, his fiance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got to do some kind of, there's some ceremony they got to do. Yeah. And something happens where it makes it difficult. Oh, well, yeah. And then I heard that the next episode is, it's 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 really cool to me, but you, you hate the show. You know the uh, cartoon, Upper Decks? Or lower, yeah. De- lower Decks? They're going to be in... Oh, the characters? Yeah, yeah but oh. live action. Oh, that's interesting. I, I don't know if it's the same, I don't know if it's the same actors that do the voices. Oh, maybe. Which would be really cool. Yeah, but yeah, they're gonna they they have a like a, I don't know a cameo, and yeah. they're wearing the different color costumes too. Oh, so I think that's pretty cool. I guess yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, for that feel there. It's weird for a cartoon to make a cameo in a live action, but yeah, I think that was pretty neat. Yeah. No, uh, Strange New Worlds is absolutely some of the best Star Trek ever written. Um, the guy who plays Pike is easily one of the best captains that have ever been on a starship. Um. Like, as of right now, I personally think he's better than Kirk. Um, and I know that's a hot take for people, but, like, it's... He is he is a better captain than Kirk. Um, uh, he just pulls it off better. He The guy acting is just... Um, he is better acting than William Shatner. Uh, act, William Shatner is great. I love William Shatner. Um, but this guy is clearly... He is on another level. 
he is just another level. It is the uh, the same the voices. No, same voices. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, See. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's freaking cool. <laughs> That's really cool. So yeah, it's um, in general, but Star Trek is like it had its low points, but this is a really high point lately. Um, and we're gonna get see Discovery's next season's coming out pretty soon too. Which I can't wait for. There, there's another season of Discovery. Yeah. Really? Yep. I, I didn't know that was still on. Yeah, that's it. So Discovery did so. So Discovery was only supposed to have three seasons. Yeah. Um, and it did so well after the third season that they did the fourth season. They're like, oh, man, that might be the last. The fourth season like tripled the numbers of the third season. So it was like, okay, we're doing the fifth season. Um, and what's his face? Um, um, what the hell is his name? Cronenberg uh, is the one who obviously started taking over the project. Cronenberg, which is that really so season three was when Cronenberg uh, became in control of it. Uh, he also had a part, which is funny. He just played himself for the most part, which is great. Um, and he didn't dress in any Starfleet uniform. He just dressed in like a regular suit. That's <laughs> so great. His character is great. And his character is so deadpan. I love it because that is Cronenberg. Um, and if anybody knew who Cronenberg is, then you're probably not a huge fan of like uh, Hara. Like, like horror, like horror that will give you nightmares for years. Horror that you'll have a nightmare about thirty years after you watch the movie. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> he does some disturbing things, very disturbing things in, in horror movies. All right, um, he is a genius when it comes to horror. I should say, actually, uh, and that was why it was so strange when he took over, like when he was came charge of Discovery. But he he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing sci-fi, obviously because it people loved it. Um, and did love the season four season. Um, so, and now we're getting season five and I'm not even sure where they're going to go because, uh, I could understand where they're going for season four. Um, but they could have left it at season three. They, it had season three had ending. Like it was an ending of a series because it was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, so I'm not sure where they're going with this next season, but we're going to see though. Um, you got to watch the latest episode of strange new worlds, man. Yeah, no, I got, I'm going to probably, yeah, it's T- Tony camp and I were but, like, yes. So, yes! <laughs> so the thing I am watching right now, um, obviously, aside from rewatching uh, Rebels, uh, I'm watching The Bear season two. Uh, wow, it is such a good show. The Bear. Well, you used to do that, right? What? You were. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I worked, I, worked, I worked in a restaurant. Yeah. yeah I, um, that's it. <laughs> so and they did such a great job of catching, like the first season captured the hecticness of working in a real restaurant. Uh, so well, I was like, these people had to have like they got real people to consult. They they had people go work in these kitchens to do this properly. Um, it was it was done so well, and they had they only had like one or two actors in the first season that were like really A list actors mm-hmm. that were well known. Uh, I think I'm on the fourth episode or fifth episode, I think right now, and there was like twelve like really name actors like Sarah Paulson, Bob Odenkirk, um. Uh, what's her face uh, from Halloween movies? Um, why am I drawing a blank? Um, the heck's her name? The main character in Halloween. Give oh. me the curse. Yes, that's it. She uh, she was in it. Like holy crap! I forget the guy playing uh, uh, the uncle. Like holy shit! Like all these people. Like oh, I can't remember all their names. But it was funny because it was strange uh, because they even ended the episode uh, with like an homage to like all these people that guest starred in this episode and I'm like holy shit like they don't end an episode like that it was really strange well it's like uh they're making another uh 
mystery movie. Murder, you know, the Orient guy with the train. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Train. No, no, yeah, yeah. There's I know. a horror one coming out. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. It looks pretty crazy. He goes, and, uh, but it's all celebrities this time. They always do celebrities, yeah. No, last time it was, there was a few. The one on the, the boat. Yeah. Uh, but this one's there's a ton of them. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. But it looks pretty good, though. No, it's going to be good. He's like, all there's those... no ghosts. Well, there... We need to find the murderer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there is no ghosts uh, in those. He does eventually come down to the top of it. Because that's good. They're just remaking. Obviously, everybody doesn't know. All those movies were made in the 70s, and they were made again in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the next time around. And so far, they are killing it this time. Obviously, they kill it every time. But in like 20 years, they'll that, do it again. The guy. In 20 years, they'll do it again. Um, Hercule. Uh, he'll do it again. So, yeah. Uh, and those are those. Uh, if anybody's, if you're a fan of like Sherlock Holmes and you know Sherlock Holmes, I'm sure you know Hercules because obviously Agatha Christie obviously did the same kind of style. Um, so yeah, and she was a brilliant writer. Um, but no, the Bear is brilliant. Like it is such a good show. Like I can't even amount to like the drama and the level of the acting is just on another level. They're going to win. They won a bunch of awards last year. They're going to win another bunch of awards this year uh, for the Bear season two. Um, uh, because it's it's just phenomenal. If you're if you even if like I've talked to people that have never worked in a restaurant and they love the show, but if you work in a restaurant, you understand it on another level. And uh, like some of the people I work with did, and like yeah, that's it's it's amazing. So if you go check that damn show out, because <laughs> uh, it is freaking good. Uh, it is it is a show above the rest. Uh, but other than that, I really actually haven't been watching a whole whole lot uh, because obviously what I was dealing with. But yeah, uh, besides that. so yeah (laughs) aside aside from uh yeah aside from watching like a whole bunch of different documentaries stuff about uh the making of oppenheimer and stuff Ah. so um because that's a whole big thing anyway so getting this first topic so this morning i think it was morning i want to say it was this morning uh (laughs) it seems like this morning but time is irrelevant anyway uh, I got a random like notification on my phone and said, your order is ready. You got it too? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I avidly go to Starbucks all the time. <clears throat> I have the app. That's funny. Um, and I was like, what in the hell? I clicked on it and nothing happened. And I was like, what the hell was that about? I thought it was just like a stupid ad or something. Uh, that Starbucks was just trying to like get you to click on the ad. But it even wasn't even that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't do anything. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? Um, and a whole bunch of people were like, what in the hell? Uh, a lot of people thought their accounts got hacked and people were buying stuff uh, with their account and their account was getting charged. Uh, there was a whole big thing, uh, which is kind of silly. Um, I didn't think that because I didn't get any of Because obviously, whenever I make a purchase, I also get a text message on my phone from my bank. Oh, okay. Um, so I was like, I know nothing happened. Like, okay, well, it's just some get glitch, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what it was. I, thought, I, technically, I personally thought it was just an ad that failed uh, that didn't go through. Um, but it wasn't an ad. It was actually a real push notification from Starbucks saying your order is ready, uh, <laughs> even though you didn't purchase anything. Uh, and they did announce that that um, that it was a glitch. It was an accidental notification that was sent out to a number of users. It seems like everybody who has a Starbucks <laughs> app, personally. Um, so, <laughs> and it didn't mean anything. So everybody get this, and you're still wondering, and you're still shaking your head. Oh, that was nothing. <laughs> it was absolutely nothing. It was a screw-up by the people. Uh, it wasn't as big as a screw up that was guy that was running the emergency alert thing like what three years ago. No, it wasn't as big as that. Uh, that guy was fired. <laughs> uh, the guy who gave the alert that uh, Hawaii was about to be nuked. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember that was a big news. It was all over the news. 
No, I don't remember. Yeah, they oh like Hawaii was given an alert saying uh, ICBM is on its way. It will be there in a couple minutes. You have this much time to take shelter. Wow. <laughs> people were remember. like, people were making live posts and stuff saying goodbye to their family and shit. Wow. People were like hiding, like in their basement. They were hiding wherever they could. Like you see video footage of like when this happened. People are just running random places just to hide in Hawaii. That's crazy. And then literally like. What, 15, 20 minutes later, also they got another, oh, sorry for that. That was a practice of your emergency broadcasting system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it was just a guy who accidentally hit the wrong button. How do you hit a wrong button for that particular thing? <laughs> I don't How's know. that a rant? Oops. I just hit, oh, there's a nuke. How do you connect those two together? <laughs> you know, it could have been, oh, ice cream is going to hit the, the planet. <laughs> My bad. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I I don't think it was an accident. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he was fired. Yeah, he was fired. <laughs> he, like, yeah, people probably literally shit themselves. Yeah. <laughs> what that's yeah this is a autocorrect damn it <laughs> yeah this is not this is not bad this is oh no your coffee's right oh wait no it's not okay <laughs> 45 47 minutes ago on the in the photo here so it's like oh man your coffee's not hot anymore <laughs> yeah it's it's been on the counter forever yeah you might want to reorder it Who, who's long dong long dong <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was just a goof up it's just one of those things um great yeah. <laughs> All right. So the FTC, we just got done getting covering the FTC. Uh, antitrust enforcement lays down plans to block big tech mergers. So the federal antitrust enforcers released new draft guidelines for evaluating anti-competitive mergers Wednesday, uh, redoubling their aggressive uh, scrutiny over their digital market. Uh, the rule proposes that the Justice Department and Federal Trade Commission direct enforces to examine mergers by online platforms more broadly than ever before. The proposal doesn't explicitly name tech companies like Amazon, Meta, or Google, uh, but but many of those rules implement parts of their mergers and business strategies. Uh, we are updating uh, yeah, yeah. our enforcement manual to reflect the realities of how firms do business in the modern economy. FTC Chair uh, Lena Kane um, said in a statement Wednesday, specifically the rule set new focus on multiple sided platforms or online companies that offer different products, uh, yeah, products or services that may benefit from each other's participation. Uh, this would include companies that run platforms, but also use it to sell their own products like Amazon basics. Uh, the rule also goes into include a more expensive evaluation of large digital companies that could choose to purchase, um, not some, like companies like uh, how am I to explain that without sounding like an idiot? Uh, <laughs> uh, Dominance Thumbs Thirteen. So yeah, like Meta, obviously yeah, like with Facebook buying like Instagram and that kind of thing uh, happening. They don't want they don't want those kind of things. Uh, and WhatsApp to squash competitors that threat to pose businesses. Um, I mean yeah. I mean this could be good. This could be really good. This, if this was already in place, the Microsoft Activision deal would not have happened. It would even got this far. Oh yeah, yeah. It wouldn't even have got this far. They wouldn't. Yeah. So yeah, and obviously, let me think. Yeah. So 
uh, as markets of commercial realities changes, it is a <laughs> vital that we adopt our laws enforcement tools to keep uh, pace so that we can protect uh, companies in our manner that reflect the basically they want to protect like so they don't want like Microsoft going ahead and like say a new big game company just they started becoming like, say like Bethesda mm -hmm. um, which is a really good game company okay so they don't want going hey they're releasing exclusives on another system that's hurting the sale of our game system because it's coming out on another system that kind of thing would be illegal because mm -hmm. you're distinctly buying Bethesda because you know them putting games on other systems is hurting your business. If you control them now, you don't have to do that. And you can keep all that money to yourself. Um, well, well, that's like the whole thing with like how some people are like, oh, it's bad. But like, it, I don't know why Microsoft would make them all fully exclusive when they can make even more money. Like, let Sony have the games. Okay, I know. I, money. I, yeah, no, you're right. Who cares? But, <laughs> but, okay, you're right, but why is Starfield not coming out on PlayStation? I know. Well, that's what I'm saying, but that's why I think it's stupid. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you let it come when, out? When Starfield... If did, anything, have a six-month exclusivity, and then the, after that, let them have it. Yeah. When the first announcement, at the first E3 Starfield was announced, it said PS4. Did it? Yes. So... Well, it didn't come out on anything, so... Well, no, no, no. It's going to come out on PS5. and yeah. Well, not well, not come out on PS5, but it would have came out on PS5. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's the thing, though. They are going to do that. They are going to do these things. I think we should all play No Man's Sky and go crazy. Mm. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I personally think Starfield is going to be good. Yeah? It is going to be really good. It looks really good. Let's see how the travel is. Yeah, but... Like, I wouldn't mind fast travel, because I hate walking and walking and walking and walking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... If you could choose to fast travel or not when you go to space. Oh, yeah. I mean, fast travel is fine. Eventually, you're going to get sick of traveling. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, like, so. I'm not going to, like, I uncovered the entire map of Diablo. I'm not going to walk around that whole fucking map again. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The same thing with, like, Breath of the Wild I'm, or Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not going to walk around that whole fucking map. Elden Ring. I'm not going to walk around that whole fucking map. I'm going to fucking fast travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, yeah. It's fun one time around. <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to be... It, it's really... I think it's a really good thing that if the FTC needs to change their laws and reinforce things and get things to where they're going. Um, the thing is, though, if they get this changed by the time um, in October, I don't know if that changes anything. I don't think... I think the, the, I don't think a pre-existing thing will count. No, they'll get grandfathered in. Yeah. Um so this is to prevent future yeah prevent future but that's even if they go forward because we have no idea how the uk like as we were saying earlier we don't know how the uk is going to react and uk is going hard on technology right now just like a topic mm. we are about to get into uh which is the next topic um so uh we covered the topic where smartphone they're, they're already being proposed in the uk that they want because e-waste is a thing they want phones to be able to have replaceable batteries mm -hmm. uh, for phones to last longer um, and be usable longer. They don't want people when their battery dies in their phone, which can happen randomly. It actually can. Um, your cell phone battery is not, you know, I mean, infallible. You could buy a new phone and in like two weeks, all of a sudden the charging capacity all of a sudden is shit for some reason because there was something that went wrong and you 
you can't do anything about that. You literally just have to replace the phone. You could replace the battery. The batteries, it's not impossible to, um, but most people will just turn it back in and get a new phone, thus creating more e-waste. Um, so, so in the middle of June, uh, we share, yeah, obviously the news article that's talking about the first one we covered. Uh, European Parliament voting to enact law forcing manufacturers of all battery-powered devices, including smartphones, to offer easily repair replacements. Um, this week, the European uh, Council officially agreed to the new uh, regulation. Now, <laughs> the only step left is in the European Council of Parliament to sign on to on the date line. Uh, once they do, the clock starts ticking, basically, to 2027. Uh, they have that many years to figure out how to make them continue to be waterproof yeah or stop selling the waterproof or stop selling the guarantee for the waterproof. no no i the waterproof is the best thing they've ever invented dude i know so many people that are just so stupid and drop their phones all the time in water the waterproof thing is the best thing hell i've put mine in the shower once yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go in the shower and put on youtube or something while i'm taking a shower and be like oh, oh that's funny <laughs> and i don't have to because i don't have to worry about it it's waterproof, you know, or you sit down in the bathtub and you watch a show. You don't have to. Oh, crap. I just dropped it in the tub. People, it, they do it all the time. Uh, the, the, the waterproof is very important. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it also keeps sand out because, you know, people go to the beach and stuff, dirt, you know, stuff like that. So that 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 rating also helps with that. OK. Keep the dirt out of the phone. They, they, they need to keep that. They need to keep the waterproof. <laughs> well, that's we'll what see. they got to bring up. I wonder if they even bring that up. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't to know. the people there. Hey, if you want to, these phones that say waterproof, how can we make that happen? Yeah. I don't know how good. The, like, I think the the work phone we have is semi-waterproof. It's semi-waterproof. Because um, it does have a gasket. I'm pretty sure I looked it up. Yeah. But uh, what the hell's it called? Uh, the Cover Pro. Cover Pro. The X Cover Pro, whatever it looks like, yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, it is it is semi waterproof. So I mean, yeah, it is it is doable. Mm. Um, That's a different one. Yeah, it is what that was. <laughs> but I find it funny now. Like the iPhones have never been. What they are waterproof? No, no, replaceable battery. Oh no, no, no. Well, not easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, I've replaced batteries before and like stuff, but like, it's not easy. Um, but yeah, but that means like iPads as well mm -hmm. and laptops will have to have, will have to have laptops used to, that used to be a standard. I don't know how that stopped being a standard. Yeah. You can't do that on this. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like even iMacs that used to be a standard. Now it's not, I don't know why that would be easy. Uh, there's no reason not to do that on a laptop. Uh, but yeah, that means iPads. Um, IP68 rating with uh, resistant to dust, dirt, sand, and water. Yeah. And those are openable. Yeah. So it is doable. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, so obviously uh, Apple can't like, that's the thing. Apple can't pull their stupid shit this time that they did with iOS 17. So if anybody doesn't know what they did with iOS 17, uh, iOS 17, they had to, because obviously. Did, aren't they? It's not even out yet. Um, the beta's out. Okay, so you can yeah. you can download it if you have an iPhone. If you have the dev, dev on, uh, no, you can just download it. They allow they uh, uh they allow anybody to do it now. Uh, yeah, they changed that. Um, so yeah, so iOS seventeen, they did that whole thing. They changed uh, Europe. Uh, the Parliament signed in. They had to allow side loading. 
Um, so that's the standard. But the difference is, the thing is, though, they got away with, oh, because they have to release different versions for different regions of the world because of antennas and hardware and stuff like that. Uh, it only is in the European version of iOS 17 that you can mm. sideload, which is stupid. It was like, guys, you're like, just, just kick it available for everybody. Like, don't be retarded. Uh, don't be a child. Um, now, and now obviously they can't go ahead and manufacture only so many phones they're going to sell in Europe. They're not going to change their whole manufacturing plant just to build certain phones that are, uh, what do you call it? removable battery they're not going to make two different plants just to make phones for the rest of the world and then oh this factory does it for europe no (laughs) they're not going to do that um they are they'll have to make is for they'll have to make all iphones and all ipads and all macbooks removable batteries by 2027 so there's a review for this phone it's terrible probably it's a one star (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> horrible phone very unresponsible so it wastes time unresponsive literally broke two of them out of anger at work sorry walmart <laughs> <laughs> i want to see what the uh, the things you can attach to it are because it says poco poco pin yeah it has poco pins yeah i want to know what, what you can get for it um i don't know yeah. But it wouldn't matter because the apps would have to actually work with it. They'd have to be designed for it. True. To uh, in, to interact with the Pokemons. Mm. So, yeah. It's just, I hate when they make things on phones, but you never know what they're for. Like, I remember getting Discmans, you know? Uh, and they always had these weird slot things underneath on the bottom of them for, like, they, they would slide into something. Oh, yeah. Because but you never know what they were for because there's, like, no any... Because it was something they thought ahead of time. Yeah. Or, like, how the NES had, like, the expansion port. Yeah. And they never used it. Because they were planning on releasing the, yeah. the disk system in America, then they canceled it because it didn't do well in, in Japan, so they didn't release it over here. The disk system wasn't even made yet. Uh, well, I guess it was no. thought about three years ahead or whatever. Well, yeah, it was already being developed in Japan when they released the NES over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And they didn't do as well as they were hoping, so they didn't release it in America. Um, but yeah, so no, this is like a good thing. I hope, like, yeah, Parliament probably will sign up on this, most likely. Because they are going very environmentally friendly, like hardcore in, on Europe right now, especially mm-hmm. in the UK. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, they recently, um, Shell is removing all a good portion of its physical gas stations and replacing them with EV stations completely. That's not good. Uh, in the UK. Oh, in the UK? Yep. Yeah, it's still not good. Um, hydrogen is where it's at. It's hydrogen. I'm telling you. Uh, Toyota has been making hydrogen cars. Yeah. That's what they're focusing on. Not one hundred. Not all electric. Not all electric, yeah. They got their Prius and all, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, 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 they made a... It's like a... I don't know what it's called. Maria or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it, electric cars will be the two things they just need to accomplish. They need to get past the hurdle. And there are companies doing it. Um, well, at a very small level, reliability, like there was that one battery that was made by that company that's being mass produced now uh, that supposedly can fit in a Tesla uh, being mass produced that they drove across the country and then halfway back without recharging it. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> they literally drove halfway across, like, across the country and halfway back. Um so that's one battery um and that's like a perfect scenario because i was like that's like peak efficiency they're not gonna have that good efficiency mm-hmm. it's good that's like super good but like obviously and those and they were made cheaper than the current tesla batteries right. um and then the next thing they have to cur- like hurdle is 
uh, figuring how to properly recycle batteries. We know how to. They also need to figure out how to make the batteries not lose their length in cold weather. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be require some kind of a shielding. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'd need, like, a heating element or something that would be constantly on without being a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a whole nother. There's, there's certain things that you need in certain areas, but, like, the biggest for me is distance. Yeah. It, when they make a... Like, for, first of all, I like stick shift. But the, I want so, my stick shift. So the new, uh, so so to note, the new stations that they're replacing all them in the UK with Shell, uh-huh. all the power stations already have stated that they will charge any current EV on the market in thirty minutes to full power. Is that safe? Um, it, yeah. Well, either the way, thirty minutes is too long. Mm. I could go to the gas station and be out in five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Thirty minutes is too long. That's the biggest problem. And like that, that's if you you know, in you pay extra for that thirty minutes. You know, it, but like on a normal thing, you're waiting like longer than that. Oh yeah. And yeah. you have to add that into your travel. Yep. So if you're going taking a trip to Florida, you have to add in like two or three hours of time just for charging. Mm. That's a problem. Or this is what I would say. It will take like twenty eight hours. To and I was talking to. Uh, I think you know Pete. Yeah. Because me and him were talking about it. And Third shift Pete? No. He works in Delhi. Oh, that Pete. Because yep. me and him were talking He thinks EVs are a good idea, too. He was like, yeah. He's like, it's great. He's like, they just need to have... Uh, they are the future. If you're local. If you only plan on driving around in, in town, fine. Yeah. That is completely fine if you don't want to travel. But I would always have a second car to go long well, distance. Well, what I was saying, he's like, that's not a bad idea. If... Instead of charging stations, they have hubs. Uh huh. Okay, and these hubs, then if the federal government made a like a commit like made it like mandatory. Okay, this is exactly how you have to. This is the how you have to manufacture the battery. It has to be this size and this size only. And, and it, you change the battery out. You pull the whole battery out and switch it right there for a small fee. How about this wireless charging? Eventually, that's going to be a thing. On you know the that. road. Okay, yes. And that's, <laughs> that's, so, um, what's his face? I can't think of his name. The Futurist. Uh, came out with a book it's like 10 years ago, and he mm-hmm. talked about that. And he's probably right. That will eventually be a thing. They'll probably say, oh, it's too much uh, radiation or something. Well, no, no, no. That will eventually be a thing. Yeah. Uh, there'll be wild, like, highways and roads will be built. Um, but I guarantee by that time, um, no humans will be driving cars. Yeah, I doubt that. Um, by that time, nobody yeah. humans will be driving cars. Not in your lifetime. Um, no, I, we'll definitely see it. No, not in your. They're never gonna. They're well, not gonna make it illegal to drive. There, there are other. Well, not in, over in America yet, but there are ma- major cities that are not in Europe. They're already not allowing cars in there anymore that are drive by humans. Oh, now they're letting cars in there because before they weren't letting anything in there. No, if it's self driving, they're allowing it. Nah, that's bullshit. That's stupid. I don't trust that whatsoever. Um, and I don't hear, like, where you get this information, I don't know, because I've never heard of it. Um, <laughs> so the reason why, because, like, they don't want, the main reason why is because for emergency vehicles, mm-hmm. um, they can have a central hub to control self-driving cars if an emergency happens to tell them to immediately pull to the side of the road. Yeah, that's scary as hell. Um, might, that's just as bad as AI. Um, yeah, but no, people are dumb. Like, for instance, I was, like, I watch a co- like, I watch On Patrol, like, every week. Uh-huh. People are retarded. 
um, this cop was literally trying to pull someone over and he was trying to get the other guy out of the way. Mm-hmm. He had his lights on, has everything, and this guy just kept on staying in front of him. Driving slow as hell. Yeah. And then he eventually pulled him, he pulled that guy out. He, he got a hundred of them, pulled the other guy over, got out of his car and stood in front of the other car and he said, stop. He pulled him over too and he's like, do you not, do you not know what an emergency vehicle is? <laughs> like, what do you think you do when you see an emergency vehicle? Just keep on driving and not get yeah. out of my way? Like, People are retarded. <laughs> like, it drives you up a wall. Oh. Drives you up a wall. Like, people, like, they don't understand. Like, it's an emergency. Get out of the way. Like, don't stay on the road. You hear sirens, pull off somewhere. Just pull off somewhere. It doesn't matter. You get back on the road after. Uh, you might be, like, what, two minutes late to wherever you're going. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not going to hurt anything. Um, but, yeah. So. But, anyway. So, the big, big news. Biggest news all week. Biggest news of the century. When our grandkids ask us, when did the film industry peak? We're going to say July 2023. When did it fail? Barbenheimer. That was the peak of cinema. It's never been that high since. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what we're gonna say <laughs> never been that high since everyone was high apparently <laughs> so uh, uh, another actually so a really grim note so people because I I, I I was gonna put a weather topic but I decided against it um, weather topic a weather topic okay. um, because as of right now this is going this is one of the hottest summers we're going to experience in right now but you know what else it is what the la the coolest summer we're going to experience for the rest of our lives no it's not (laughs) it's not um i don't believe that at all um that's just fear-mongering do you see the water of how uh uh, florida 98 degrees that's normal dude no yes i did my i did research when you said that like it's it's like Normally in in July and August it's in the nineties, like the water. On average, uh, it's five degrees above what it's supposed to be, which is unheard of at this time. On average, five five degrees higher than what it's supposed to be. Of what? The off the coast of Florida, like oh. they've seen temperatures around like the lower nineties, but not ninety eight. Um. Well, yeah, but things happen. It's, this isn't permanent. I I don't believe it at all. It's it's just fear market because all that crap just reverses itself when something else happens. And they're like, oh, now it's that because of this. No, no I don't believe it at all. It, it, it's not from us, okay? <laughs> it's not. This is something that's naturally happening. Whether it's from us or not, it's going to... Um, yeah, like, I'm sure there's some some stuff happening. Yeah. Like but I it said, is not a 150% because of humans. Well, well the scary thing I said, because Noah just released the report mm-hmm. of the hurricane season. Oh, they're uh, saying it's going to be pretty bad. Oh, the, the, they said it's quiet right now because of the sands from the O'Hara are coming in. That makes no... But the sands? The sand. So when... Sand, okay, the sands get the, into the... Up, do they the, salt it? No, no, no. So the sand from the Sahara <laughs> gets into the upper atmosphere and comes across the Caribbean. Uh-huh. And that sand kind of rips apart all... Like, like when storms are forming, it kind of stops that from happening. Um, along with the trade winds coming from the Pacific, which is happening right now. How does it stop it? Because it stops it from spinning into a cyclone into forming a storm, pretty much. It breaks up that buildup. Okay. 
um, the weight of the of the sand or something. I well, no, it, it, like all those particles are not gonna they're not gonna allow for like things to build Is it up. A chemical thing? No, it's just that, that they're floating around in the air, pushing things around. Uh, yeah, that just, I don't see why that would along, stop anything. And, and then along with the trade winds cutting through, I don't not see, allowing. I don't see. To, I don't see houses stopping tornadoes. Well, no, but like it's not, <laughs> that's not how it works. Along well, that's why I'm winds, like, how does sand help? So, but they did say like as soon as anything, the the moment the the sand stop interrupting and the trade winds slow down, we are in for a fucking ride. Um, there's like if you look at the map, Rhode Island is slated for. At the worst, a Category 4 and, like, possibly getting tipped by a freaking Category 5. We'll see if my place can handle it. Um, <laughs> Florida is on the chance of hitting a Category 5 this year are, like, stupid high. Mm. Florida might be back in the sea. <laughs> no, they, they might be blown away. But I don't know if they'll be in the sea. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I have seen these these things where, like, I don't not here, but, like, all the water receded, like the beach is gone. Oh, oh yeah, and, yeah. And they're like, they're like being told that there's going to be a tsunami because all the water sucked back into the ocean. Yeah, but I, don't know. I didn't hear anything about a tsunami. So, well, that's usually what happens if you see waters recede really fast. Get the hell away from the get as far as you can away from the coast. Yeah, or just go onto the beach and walk and talk about it. Well, <laughs> this is dumb. what all these idiots do. Anyway, so Barbenheimer. Is one of the phenomenons I didn't think. So I remember months ago, me and my uh, associate I work with, Tim, were joking about this. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, because we were both, like, uh, talking about seeing both the movies. And then all of a sudden, this became a phenomenon. Like, people started making merch, started making posters, started making all these things. And it just slowly took off. Um, which is silly. Like, it's, I didn't think this was going to be a thing. Like, I thought it was like, oh, jokey, okay, yeah, Barbenheimer shirt. It, it, it's what it is. Uh, and then it became, oh, people are going to go do double features. And I thought it was small groups. And now there's an entire merch line behind this. Um, the, both these movies are going to benefit from this, like, immensely. Because people that have friends that want to go see Barbie, that wouldn't go see Barbie and Arbenheimer, they're not, they wouldn't, you're going to see Barbie! Yes! <laughs> I, and and I you. And, and that's the thing. Like months ago, like I got a text saying, "Hey, everybody wants to go see Barbie. Uh, would you be willing? Do you want to come if we decide to go see it?" And I said, "On one condition, we have to go. I'll go see Oppenheimer because I knew it was coming out the same day." Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all said, "Oh yeah, that's fine." And then I wasn't the only person that had that scenario. Whole bunch of other people did, which caused this phenomenon. Um, and so people know. Like, this was deliberate. WB was pissed that Christopher Nolan left and formed his own film studio. They purposely released Barbie on the same day to spite him because they wanted to pull numbers from Oppenheimer. Well, guess what? That didn't work. (laughs) It's a completely different thing. They could not have predicted Barbenheimer. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Christopher Nolan is pissed about it. He made a statement about it. I get it being mad at WB for doing that. But it is going to benefit your movie guy. This is going to help your sales. Both movies are going to have such high numbers that they would have never had alone that it's going to put them in some of the top runnings for awards. Um, never mind grossing sales. They both already have almost the highest grossing sales for pre-orders as Way of Water. 
And those are like some of the highest in history for pre-sales of way of water. Jeez. So, and these things are just because people are just like, oh yeah, let's let's do a Barbenheimer group. And that's what they're doing. And the, so everybody knows if you want to participate and you want to be part of the Barbenheimer group, well, this is what you do. You go and buy your tickets right now and you get your group together. You buy some merch. You get your Barbenheimer shirt. It's a pink and black shirt. It's nice. Anyway, <laughs> if you're into pink and black. Um, and then you go and see Oppenheimer. And then you go see Barbie. The reason why, because Oppenheimer is going to be a very, very depressing film. It was a film about the day we create a weapon that we could destroy our civilization oh i love this one this one's great <laughs> oh that one's a really good one yeah you gotta be <laughs> looking at the explosion giant pink explosion. oh that's funny yeah there's a bunch of them uh there's one um i don't see it here there's one that i like there was a. it's a ken and barbie driving away uh away from uh the beach house and there's a giant pink mushroom cloud in the back uh, um yeah that is it I think that's it right there. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a different one. They, I, I added Armerheimer in that, but it's Barbie and Ken, the other one I saw. Uh, that one's pretty good, though, too. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it, it is a cultural phenomenon. In, like, a thousand years, someone's going to find these posters and go and think it was one movie. <laughs> and they're going to go, we've never found the movie, though. Yeah, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah Barbenheimer is going to be a very depressing film it's going to be a great film Um, probably one of the most expensive films ever made Um, just in film alone because they use physical 65 millimeter film that was specially made because there's not just black and white film out there you can buy even for IMAX so they had to specially make IMAX 65 millimeter film to shoot this movie in and they used over 11 miles of it (laughs) Yes. What was it? Holy shit! Yeah, I saw. I saw the uh, the IMAX reel for it. <laughs> it's like the size of this room. Oh yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> it weighs like I forget. It's like I think it weighs almost like a ton or something, or a couple tons. And I don't know if you saw the people shooting it when they were shooting it. Like the guy, the camera guy was jacked. Like that's a big camera. Oh, like geez. that's huge. <laughs> the IMAX. Uh, uh, 1570, I think it is. Like, if you search that, search the IMAX 1570. I'm glad I have a keyboard now. Yeah. He's not typing. You're typing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you searched. Oh. IMAX 1570. Camera. Yeah, there's, yeah. See that thing? <laughs> it's freaking giant and there was people literally like the guy like that's on a crane right there but the, the they were shooting scenes the guy was holding it and i'm like how <laughs> the guy was big though he was jacked that's um, nuts i'm like jesus christ <laughs> what did they hire just a bodybuilder to be the camera guy <laughs> oh but yeah that's a that's a tough uh and the fact it, uh, it uses up film so fast too, you can only get like fifteen minutes, and it's a giant reel. It is, it's like it's super expensive. And the fact that how many, car, who knows how many reshoots they did and shit, like because you can't just reshoot over the same film. It's not like erasable. <laughs> it's like it's film. Yeah, it's real yeah. film. Uh, which is why they used eleven miles of. There was probably a bunch of reshoots and stuff. But 
holy shit, the amount of money um, that went into this. And so there's a lot of, so there's a lot of strange parallels. Okay. So uh, the director of Barbie, uh, mm. what's her, I can't remember her name offhand. Um, I wish I would throw it here somewhere. Uh, anyway, so the director, she formed her own company. Uh, she's won a bunch of awards as directing and stuff like that with her husband. Uh, what the hell? Um, <laughs> I have no idea. You searched wow. Barbie and that happened. Wow. Uh, um. Anyway. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the company she owns, uh, Lucky something, she formed that with her husband. Okay. It's her film studio, but they're backed by WB funding. Um, it's so vibrant. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Obviously, and Oppenheimer is Christopher Nolan's own film company that he formed with his wife, backed by a major film studio. There's parallels to these movies that you wouldn't even think. It's so strange. <laughs> There's a lot of Kens and Barbies. There's a lot of Kens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Cena's Mermaid Ken. <laughs> Loop is Barbie. Seema Lou is Bar- uh, Ken. There's a narrator. Alan. Yeah, there's oh, a, another Barbie. There, like, there is more big names in both these movies combined than in any oh, movie different. like in history, pretty much. There's so many big names in both these films. Uh, like it's insane. Never what I. They're both. Think. They're both going to do so well. It's going to be insane. They're going to be up. Both of them are probably going to be up for movie of the year. Uh, next year. So. Like it's insane. <laughs> hey, that guy. That that's that's uh. Who Jack Quaid? He's the voice in uh, Lord X. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> See what what we need to do is find somebody that's in this movie that's also in the Barbie movie. In oh, the, that would be, and then it's canon, bitch. Then it would be. Oh my god, that, that'd be a whole nother. Oh, uh, be weird. Uh, Benny, I have no idea who this guy is. Benny, uh, uh, Savid, whatever the names. Uh, Where Benny? Oh, uh, this guy. Savat. I I don't know. What he, I guess he's he's a fairly known actor. I've never heard of him really. Mm. Uh, but I am interested in how he well he's going to play that character, Edward Teller. There's uh, that guy. He's a uh, yeah, Kenneth Yeah, Kenneth Bro. Uh, but no, because freaking yeah. Uh, what's his face? That guy was a nut job. He was the main reason why we got pushed to make the bomb. Your uh, guy. He convinced the president. Yeah, right knocks in it. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot. There's so many big names. Ooh, Gary Oldman. But there was so many important people in our history that helped that were involved in so many brilliant physicists and scientists that were involved in the Manhattan Project. Over uh, 600,000 people were involved in making the nuclear How bomb. How many? 600,000 people wow. in making the nuclear bomb. Wow. A lot of people. You don't hear about that. Um, well, we were in a race, too, because it was pretty much Oppenheimer against Heisenberg. Oh, man. Which is funny because they were actually friends before the war. Really? Yep. How did they meet? <laughs> well, they uh, Oppenheimer went to Europe at some point, but uh, yeah, they obviously exchanged letters and stuff. This and... movie is stupid. We'll no, get into that. Why is it stupid? <laughs> we won't get into it's that. It's not stupid. That makes me roll. I couldn't roll my eyes more at that movie. Anyway, did you watch it? 
No, but we'll get to it in a minute, but we have to end the podcast. Uh, All right. This has been the end. This is the end of the Keep Talking Gaming Tech podcast. Um, and no, I'm not going to tell you what movie I'm rolling my eyes about because mm-hmm. I don't want to offend certain people. Um, but <laughs> um, I'm going to hope to tell you about all about Barbenheimer in the next podcast. And if you want to write into us or rate us, you can find us on wherever you find your podcast from, especially iTunes. iTunes, you can give a rating. I think on Spotify, you can give a rating. There's a bunch of things you can get a rating. So give us a rating. If you like this podcast, share it out to other people uh, that are into this kind of thing. And if you went to Barbenheimer, let us know in the comments or send us a tweet or send us a whatever somewhere. Let us know. And we will appreciate it. And maybe we'll share your comment on air, what you thought of Barbenheimer. Uh, but yeah, then, but until then, we will see you in two weeks. For the latest, greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media, everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs>